0: This podcast is being recorded in the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and acknowledge their ongoing connection to land, waters, and culture. Colonization and genocide is still happening today, and this always was, and always will be, Aboriginal land.
1: Hey everybody, Zach here. Um... I don't know why, but uh, we somehow managed to fuck the audio up when we recorded this episode. Uh, so sorry about that. It's not going to be uh, the normal clean snack pot audio that you're used to. Uh, in our defense, we've only been doing this every week for three years. So you can understand uh, why on our very last fucking episode, we would somehow manage to completely piff the audio. But look, hey. Uh, as Noon <laughs> put it to me when I sent him a sample, it was like, well, we're kind of leaving them how we started off, uh, almost completely inaudible. So with that, uh, hopefully you can still enjoy this slightly less crisp episode of OzPol SnackPod.
0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to OzPol SnackPod, the podcast that's, uh, what, what joke are we going with here, Zach? Uh,
1: oh, i got an embarrassment of riches.
0: Bynanas. Bynanas. Yeah. Binanas.
1: I thought see your Food Buffet. Oh,
0: yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, can I get that to go?
1: Oh, yeah. Doggy Bag. Yeah. That's not bad. Doggy Bag. Yeah. Or Doggy Chow. Like, Something
0: like, like a wrap. Chow Bella. That's a wrap.
1: That's a wrap. Yeah. Um, Follow-off Farewell Wraps.
0: Nice. That's pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's Us Paul's Snack pod. It's, uh It's a last uh, weekly... Episode. If you haven't listened to the show before, this is probably going to mean it's very bad little timing, to you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm Zach. I'm Noon. And uh, thanks for tuning in to this little farewell episode that we're doing. Um, yeah, 151 episodes, three nice. years.
0: That's the Pokemon number.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is not going to be like a newsy episode. It's just going to be us kind of having a chat about wrapping the show up and how we feel about that we've also got some potlucks from listeners to play which is very
0: nice we requested some and you came through It was delightful
1: thank you so much everybody who submitted stuff um yeah how you feeling man
0: yeah not bad i mean it's like we're recording this in person dear listeners um when was the
1: last time that we recorded in person
0: you came into my house a couple months ago, but I can't remember what it was for. Like Probably for you know, a bonus episode. Bonus maybe like e- a
1: Gina Reinhart joke. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, look. This, uh, it wasn't my decision to stop doing SnapPod. It was, it was at, at your end, but I am... And obviously it's sad for both of us, but um I think it's a good time to stop. Uh It's been great, and I'd probably keep going if you had the, you know time and energy for it but also i'm gonna really enjoy not having to do it every week so it's it's fine yeah yeah
1: i feel basically the same way yeah yeah if i had an extra day or two of my week hey yeah this would be a great thing to do with it but (laughs) you've already got like eight and a
0: half days of stuff each week and snack pod was the easiest one to
1: one of the one of the things that i could that i was doing completely voluntarily (laughs) yeah yeah
0: uh, I was gonna joke last time about like you know we'll keep going if we get up to you know a thousand a month on Patreon or whatever, but I thought I didn't want to people to do that.
1: Yeah, and also it wouldn't that wouldn't be a- it's not, true. <laughs> not <laughs> enough. Yeah, not, not enough to not have a job. Yes, me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, ten
0: grand a month.
1: Yeah, I mean this. I feel like I come up against this a lot in my life where I'm like, I've got too much stuff on. I need to stop doing things. I can't stop doing paying the rent paying, stuff. Can't stop, stop doing my paid job, which I don't like very much. I can't stop doing fucking chores. Right. You know, I can't cut out my hygiene Shopping. routine. Yeah. I can stop practicing music. You know, that's the thing that goes out the window, and yeah. you know, uh, it's a bummer. Yeah. You know, for real. Mm. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's a very rare podcast that lets you eat as well. Um, totally. of the podcast and yeah, it, we've yeah. had a, an incredibly supportive listener base totally like we, it, in a financial sense we
0: have a ridiculously high rate of yeah. people who listen supporting our patron like yeah. just like unbelievably better than even like really top tier podcasts yeah um so thank you all listeners and patron supporters for like putting your money where your ear holes are or whatever um
1: yeah, that's exactly how I would have put it as well.
0: Sure, <laughs> it's what the phrase everyone at home had <laughs> running through their mind. Yeah, but, but for real, like, I don't know, we always say things like, oh, it means so much to us to have such a, a listener. And every podcast says that. But now, after three years of doing it, when I hear random other people being like, it's so nice every time we get a review, I'm like, oh, they're not just like,
1: they it's not a that.
0: formulaic thing. It really is so lovely every time anyone voluntarily <laughs> supports the show. Uh, yeah. It's ridiculous. So.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, genuinely, like, it's been a large reason of why we've been able yep, to go as long, so as, we long. Ha- yeah, as we've had. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, three years is quite a long time to do a little Good independent. Thing. It's longer than I've had all but one job in yeah. my life. <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, that's a, that's a, it's a lot of commitment. Uh, all right, why don't we get into our first potluck from a listener. This one is from longtime supporter of the show, Perno, and this one is going to be a...
2: Positivity Corner. Hey, it's Perno. I have a Positivity Corner for you all. It's something that I'm very excited about. So the very first fixed-site pill testing service in so-called Australia is about to open in Canberra. So what this means is from the 19th of July... There will be two nights a week where anyone can go down to this service in Canberra, take whatever drug they like, get it tested and find out exactly what's in it and the strength of the substance that they have. This is really significant because there's been so much focus on pill testing at festivals. And while these services are really important at reducing harm for people who attend these events, the reality is that drug related harm doesn't actually occur at festivals. The majority of drug-related harm, I meant to say. The largest proportion of drug-related harm actually occurs with people taking drugs at home. And while harmful substances turning up in drugs sold as MDMA and things like that is still a big concern, there's also a massive issue with harmful substances appearing in black market benzos like things sold as Xanax or black market opioids like heroin or codeine. And most significantly, a fixed site pill testing service is far more equitable. You don't have to be able to afford a festival ticket to be able to access the service. In fact, no one can actually access the drug testing service that used to be at Grooving the Moo in Canberra. They're not able to get insurance for it anymore, so it is currently not happening and we're not sure what's going to happen in that space. It's going to be a six month trial and I have no doubt that it will immediately approve its necessity. And he's hoping that we'll see sites like this rolled out nationally.
0: Agreed. Thanks, Pernod. That's great. Um, I think, yeah, we invited everyone to like. If there's anything you've been meaning to rant about or whatever, that's um, so the was, time. Yeah, there you go. It is a news show, after all.
1: It, it it's taken. It's you. You brought it back around, Pernod, and also achieved. The heretofore impossible task of a positivity corner that's just positive. That's just good news. It's just yeah, good. Totally.
0: Yeah. Um, I also, I, singing the little positivity corner is nice because we've definitely had a few listeners say that our stings have become part of their like daily parlance, <laughs> like people saying, you fucked up um, uh, to one another in daily conversation. I, I like that. So thank you everyone who's out there using our stings um, in, in daily Life. You're um, the
1: real MVPs. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And also, just on the note of Perno, um, something really nice about this show has been I've made a bunch of new friends, or like people who oh. were hitherto names on Facebook, uh-huh. um, now, you know, the pals. And it was really nice. Not just Perno, but also the person who sent in our next potluck, which oh, is shit. also Shitpost of the Week. Shitpost of, of the Week. Of the week.
3: Hey, Zach and Noon. Uh, It's me, Hill. Um, this is my submission uh, for Shitpost of the Week. Uh, it is an audio meme, so I'm going to describe this meme, um, which I think is, you know, a good way to shake it up. Um, all right, let's get right into it. So uh, it's, uh, think about the cover of Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games on, like, PS2 uh or, or PS3, um like the cover art for it. Um and it's got Noon's face um on Sonic's face and um and Zach's face on Mario's face. Um and it says um uh Mario on Sonic oh no Oz Post posting is is finished um oh oh <laughs> uh and but it's like deep fried so like the whole meme is just like super grainy um and and that's just like what it's doing. But then underneath Um, it's got a a picture of, um, Garfield with his like arms crossed and his hands in his armpits in that like cocky pose, like he's leaning against a wall, Uh, but he's got the face of Slavoj Žižek. Um, and there's just this huge wall of text next to him and it's like, Hey, wow, (laughs) what a doozy of a meme. It's me, Garfield Žižek. Uh, let's launch into like the, the dialectic properties of, of, of this. Um, and the text just goes, like it just. Goes on. Um, and eventually, at some point, it turns into the script of the B movie, but no one's going to read um, that far. It's like smaller and grainier and everything. Um, um, and around the whole meme is this black border and, uh, underneath, uh, it says, um, can I has cheeseburger? Lol, remember this meme from 2000 and whatever. And, and so then that's, you think that's the meme and you're like, okay, well, we're going into like the weird ironic stuff, but what makes it the meme is, um, this was generated, um, in Minecraft uh, so it's not like someone built it in Minecraft. They have opened random generations of worlds of Minecraft, like random seeds, um, until they have found um, a random assortment of like blocks in Minecraft that create this meme. Um, and that's the entire meme uh, for you. And um, so that's it. <clears throat> Thanks for listening to my meme and um have a lovely lovely um time. Okay, bye bye everyone. <laughs>
1: Thanks Hill. Thanks. Uh, I enjoyed listening to that because I was as I was listening to it, I was like Hill's describing a meme, but like it would be funny as like a little send off joke to like make this meme. And all the way along, I'm like, yeah, I could I could do that. It'd take a little bit of work, we could do that. We could do that. And then it was this is generated randomly in Minecraft. I was like, okay.
0: I've been watching audio look, might be the best format a lot of YouTube <laughs> videos uh along the lines of could you randomly generate that meme in minecraft not exactly that because that's a little bit niche but um <laughs> for example the conspiracy about dream cheating in a minecraft speedrun. um uh Boltzmann brains much more likely than our actual universe listeners don't worry it's, it's fine Just um, pretend you know
1: what're talking, talking about, about it, a yeah, bit, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> rap yeah but no but do Something else I wanted to mention. Mm. It, it comes up all the time when I'm streaming games. Mm. So I'll have tunes playing in the background. And I just listen to the music that I like, which unfortunately means everyone else has to hear me rapping along with Das Racist the entire time that I'm playing games. But most of our jokes, our in-jokes, are from indie rap band Das Racist. A not, lot of them are. Not all, but a I'd say do. majority. Yeah. Uh, or at least a plurality. Yeah, so anyway, I'll be playing games. And... Um, if you want a ball, that song comes on, and someone in chat will be like, "Wait a minute! Isn't this, this is a snack point?" <laughs> you guys
1: ripped this up. This is the fact an original. Yeah, no, no. Most of our things are directly lifted from actually good songs, such as yes.
0: "Pretend You Know What We're Talking About." Okay, um, ah, this is another one that comes. Oh, th- that's a reference to Blah, even though I was more <laughs> of a Blah fan growing up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen to and, that and
1: endlessly it's mutable good. gag. Yeah. So no. Yeah. Cast your mind back to 2019. Mm. No, not just back in general. You've already started drifting before I told <laughs> no, you no, when to cast it back to. Closed <laughs> over. You're travelling full body back into the past. <laughs> 2019, we start. Ozpol Pod. Mm. We do a little uh test episode. It goes for like half an hour. It's woefully uninformed. We both get statistics about uh immigration detention wrong perfect um, <laughs> we're a recording that will
0: continue for the next
1: <laughs> three years 18 months. Yeah. uh we're recording on a single microphone both mm-hmm. kind of trying to project into it from opposite sides of the room yeah it
0: was a little like handheld recorder as yeah. well it wasn't even a like a mic mic no yeah, yeah
1: one that we'd borrowed from a uh, friend of the show fury mm-hmm. uh yeah and then uh, we put it out being like hey would anyone listen to this and some people did.
0: We got a ridiculously large number of listens in our first week, like fifty or something, and we were like Wow That's outrageous.
1: Um, <laughs> let's do this again next week and yeah. then we never stopped.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think we were originally like, Yeah, let's see, you know, maybe we'll do a monthly or weekly's quite a lot, and then it just sort of happened again the next week.
1: Yeah. yeah. We just had such a good time doing it. Yeah. And it was but we were massively spurred on by the response from yeah. people, which Absolutely. obviously, you know, this podcast Grew out of the Ospol shitposting Facebook group. A lot of community. people
0: seem to think it was the other way around—that we made it to support the show. But yeah. no, we just hijacked the shit posters to yeah, well, captured audience.
1: Yeah, it's funny that the podcast did kind of eventually take on this life of its own as a separate entity. Yeah. Initially, it was very much just like everyone who listened to the show was in the group, was in Osprey shitposting, yeah. and no one outside of it knew that it existed. And then eventually it got, like, big enough that people, like, random people started listening and join the group being like, oh, hey, nice I to find, find other SnackPod listeners. From the SnackPod yeah. show. Yeah. And, no, our listenership was never as large as the membership of Ospo no, no. <laughs> shitposting. Yeah, posting. someone was
0: like, oh, please make, uh, at least let shitposting keep going after the show's done. Like, that was never on ne- the chopping block.
1: Don't worry. shit shitposting is safe. Yeah. And basically will always be safe. Yeah. As far as I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we started started in 2019, and I d- don't think this was deliberate, but it was, like, quite soon after the coalition had just been re-elected.
0: Yeah, because I remember we went for lunch at Oriental Tea House, mm. uh, maybe for my birthday. It was birthday, yeah. I was reading a little collection of works by Marx and Engels, and um, you were like why don't we start a podcast, man? I, I want to know more about Australian politics. Or, like, I think that was kind of the...
1: That's definitely the, the, like, was one of the main thrusts behind it. Because I had gotten, you know, we're in the midst of the Trump era yep. at that time. And I had just started the
0: election, as you say.
1: Exactly. And I had just, I had gotten really into American politics podcasts. And I was spending all this fucking time listening to, like, oh, this is how Trump can get impeached. And you got to look out for Amendment X twenty one or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck. Mm-hmm. And I started realizing I was like, you know, I know very little about Australian politics, you know, on a day to day level, and I am spending all this time almost every day listening to podcasts about American politics. Why mm-hmm. <laughs> this doesn't this doesn't make any sense to me? Um, so I started looking around for like entertaining left wing Australian news and politics podcasts and. It were few and far between. I yeah, think basically yeah. the the only there was one that
0: floodcast I, at the time flood,
1: flood was up and running and is still going and yep. we can highly recommend them. Although yeah, they have a bit more of a
0: specifically greens. Thing, uh, yeah.
1: No, I, just, I was just going to say a less like they're not a weekly show. Right, that, they just do which episodes. Which is probably when they why continue. they have continued to run yes. for many years. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's a really good show to listen to um, if you're looking for something to replace Snackpot in your diet. Um, obviously, we can't recommend our friends at Not Good Enough because they also wrapped so up, for up yeah. many similar reasons to us, I think. If you listen to their farewell episode, you can mostly totally. fill in the gaps here.
0: That's actually something we got requests to talk about this week is uh, things that you could listen to mm. now that you can't listen to Os Paul snack mm. Um
1: Well, yes,
0: flood. Try those guys. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> look, I, I mean, for... Info for the show, when I was researching for episodes of OzBossNakPod, I, I often found 7am really helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not a, you know an out-of-left-field suggestion. It's literally the main, single most dream, popular yeah. news politics podcast in Australia. Yeah. Um, but, but they think they do, s- good. do some yeah. good re- re- reporting, and, uh, you know, it's very digestible, 15-minute episodes. Obviously, we have some reservations about Schwartz Media as mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. and, like, establishment media in general. But, you know, if you can take them with a grain of salt um, and ignore some of the um, slightly more dinosaur fossilized reporters that they get on, I think they, that's, a, that's quite a good source. The Guardian podcast, yeah, I don't know. I find some of their commentary a bit, I'm just kind of like, eh. You know, you, could get, you can get most of the takes there that, from us bullshit posting in the comments. Right. You know? Uh, yeah, I don't know. What about you, Nune? Is there anything that you recommend to people? Um,
0: I mean, I'm an ABC junkie, and one of the mm. things that I'm looking forward to about wrapping up the podcast is hopefully enjoying listening mm-hmm. to the news, or, like, reading the newspaper, being, like, like, I, we started making the show because I liked doing that, Yes, and now that's kind of, it's become a chore, so I'm, I'm looking it's forward work. to enjoying the party room on something other than a have-I-missed-something-important-this-week Totally. Level. Um, but... Now I've only got non ospol related podcasts to recommend there's a Pop Pal, sadly intermittent mm-hmm. um which is sort of a noon and the dense but for religion kind of vibes um, uh, it's probably not aliens one I found recently not absolute s tier podcasting but again two sweet nerds talking about ancient aliens theories uh, not another d and d pod is a very nice progressive mm. um,
1: podcast that does d and d another big one for me is seriously wrong, seriously which I, wrong of I, I think yeah, I, yeah. I mentioned last week yeah that's probably my single favorite podcast um and it, it, in some ways it's a kind of similar setup to us it's like two soft boys uh talking about politics but they uh it's they have
0: much more conceptual episodes yes that yeah talk it's about not current affairs yeah. related and they also do more like improv moments or like they have sketches yeah. yeah yeah
1: which are uh, like they take a little bit of getting used to because the humor is very dry it's sort of clark and door-esque in that yeah. they don't
0: put any effort into being they're not the doing characters. impersonations or whatever they're yeah. just like saying the words yeah. that that person would say or something um but it's
1: it's very good if you're looking yeah. for an episode to start with check out the one about how why billionaires shouldn't exist and basically what they do is they take ideas like that and they, and they chew just... them over in these really interesting ways. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And it's like an hour and a half conversation yeah. about, okay, but what, is it, what does it actually mean for billionaires that are not existing? Like, okay, but what about people who have $999 million, $999,000? Right, blah, blah, right, blah. right. You know, like, what do we, you know, what does that mean? Blah, blah, blah.
0: They take these like quite,
1: like, almost
0: edgy angles, like exactly what you say, oh, mm. what about $1 less than a billion? That yeah. like people could ask them really obnoxiously, but they're mm. like, okay, let's take that really seriously. And, yeah. Like, um they did another one about on liberalism by Mao or combat liberalism um and they kind of talk about what is this concept of liberalism that Mao paints in there and what do leftists mean when they talk about liberals Mm. and then they talk then they take angles like what does it mean to be like liberal with sriracha sauce and does that connect with what we mean by liberalism and it's like that seems like it should be an obnoxious thing to ask, but it's actually really interesting and nuanced. Totally.
1: And I think really helped by the fact that they are obviously very like (coughs) spiritually and politically generous and welcoming people. Yeah. Which a lot of like left wing podcasts kind of aren't. And I never really connected with um. Chapo, Those guys for content, example content, yeah. yeah um i i just i don't know like no shade to anybody who enjoys that sure, stuff sure. but i think that we were trying to do a slightly different vibe yep. with snackpod and you know always wanted to make it as welcoming a listening experience as possible and one of the things that i'm really proud of with the show is that i think that we approached that idea with like quite a lot of integrity and mm-hmm. um you know, we've got a lot of criticism. We've received a lot of criticism over the years, um, and always like, tried to kind of address it in good faith. I almost guess.
0: all of it has been really constructive, and totally. like, hey, guys, I know you didn't mean to say this horribly, but, but or you kind of did. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like, yeah, again, just like reflective of our great audience that they feel like exactly. it's worth spending the effort to try to tell us ways to improve, but also giving us like the benefit of the doubt and like giving us space to do that and uh, yeah
1: massively which i i think i mean almost the main through line of this chat is going to be that this show is really about the community that Absolutely. rallied behind yeah. it in you know not just getting us started by supporting the show by listening but then also financially supporting us but then being like a main major part of how the show was shaped and how our perspectives evolved over the years absolutely with that active involvement and guidance and advice from people who listen to the show
0: totally and like just also you know loud angry not sorry podcast kind of like coming together and like obviously leah and the other people involved with that show have been like staunch long-term activists who didn't need us or whatever but it's Mm -hmm. been nice seeing these other people in our circles like also create cool projects and that there's never been like a sense of competition with totally Latin Not Sorry or Not Good Enough or Originals or Tom tanaki like all these mm. people that we like have collaborated with and yeah it's just been positive vibes all around and it's been really lovely
1: yeah absolutely I think you know I mean Lee is someone who needs to get a special shout absolutely. out for all of their support of the show Makes especially in day one day just one like, and like you know inviting activists to come and speak on the show yeah. and also you know really grounding the show in kind of like a material activist base as well yeah. yeah which like it's easy to just become two random chuckleheads piffing hot takes into the void with very little connection to reality yeah um you know like noon and i are semi-engaged leftists we will go to the occasional protest. you know part of a little group. Here and there, yeah. You know, from time now and again, but it was you know, those really committed, like, putting in the work every day activists who kind of like just offered us so much support and also uh, a look, you know, a really insightful look into that world that helped us, you know, I think feel like the show could be something more meaningful than just talking shit about the news.
0: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Leah, deserving a, a special <laughs> shout-out.
1: Um, and all, many of those other people that you That's just right, mentioned. That's right, that I mentioned, yeah. We have a really lovely potluck uh, that was sent to us by Leah and uh, featuring many other old favourites from the show. So why don't we play that now?
2: Hi,
4: Zach and Nguyen. It's Kat. Um, thank you so much for... Uh, doing a podcast over the last couple of years you were both a really important uh, semi-parasocial relationship for me over COVID. Um, I was super burned out and uh, Snackpod was a really um, accessible way for me to feel like I was keeping up with what was going on without it being just super overwhelming um, and I really appreciated that and I appreciate both of you for what you do and who you are. Thank you so much,
5: um, and absolutely huge, 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 huge shout out to Zach and Noon and Ozpol Snackpot. Um, so, I don't know, sad to see you guys go, but like, well, like, well deserved. Like, you've had an amazing run, and I cannot wait to see what you guys do next. Um, the space you created with the show and the group and um, all the people that you um, are a part of, bringing together, is just incredible. Um, and i'm so glad i've been a part of it uh changing the group name to nadoc shitposting um the you know bringing bring me in uh coming along to the bro originals live show and supporting um yeah it's it's, it's so amazing to have been a part of and uh listen to the incredible work you do um, oh i almost forgot the megapod um, yeah, everything you guys do is, uh, has been so amazing and incredible. And yeah, we've been really lucky to have you. And Thank you.
4: Selfish me does not want you to stop, but also selfish me wants to catch up on the weekends. So it's a win-win. Um, the show's been phenomenal. And I think most people will attest that it's been really nice to have independent discourse around news and politics i think this quote really sums it all up be strong overflow with emotional and intellectual energy and you will spread your intelligence your love your energy of action broadcast amongst others this is what all moral teaching comes to and this is said by no other than famously german peter kropotkin but in all seriousness you've been amazing whenever i've had an event or action or something you've been incredible so thanks thanks for everything and don't be away too long zach and noon thank you both so much for all of the stings the verbal descriptions of memes uh, famously visual medium and of course all of the delicious bite-sized pieces of news Uh, snack pod will be sorely missed
5: Tom Tanniker here. Um, Hey, Zach Noon. I'm a bit of a hermit and I don't tend to work with anywhere near as many people as I would like to. But um, when it comes to to you lot and myself, I was the first guest in your pod. Years ago, you once helped me film a video in a darkened shed in which I pretended to be a coked up army Yemeni in the heyday of Yard. And you once made a meme out of my cat. So for a hermit like me, I've got to say, you and I go way back. I really appreciate everything you have done, I appreciate all your work, and I'm sorry to see you go. Thank you. Hello, SnackPod family. This is Alex. When I first heard that SnackPod was wrapping up, I thought, is this a sandwich pun? Surely they're referring to some other snack-themed Ozpol podcast. But then, I realized that there is no other snack-themed Ozpol podcast. And indeed, this will leave me with an independent Ozpol deficiency that could potentially lead to a severe ABC radio overdose. Some of you may be aware of my weekly gardening and snack potting routine, and as soon as I'm home, I'll be sure to plant an Ozpol snack pot memorial tree of some kind. All the best, and well, crunch, crunch.
2: It's Joe Nelson from podcasts such as this one, and Chronically Fully Sick, just dropping you a quick line from my holiday home in Ibiza. I just wanted to say thanks for the snacks righteous political commentary, and hefty sections on memes presented in audio format. You're such special, lovely boys, and we'll miss you and this show so much. Big kisses. (laughs)
1: It's
0: funny we've not had that song yet.
1: No, we haven't. Uh, Wow. Thank you so much, Kat. Travis, Leah, Carly, Tom, Alex, and Joe. I mean, what a collection of just really funny, really lovely, intelligent people. We're so lucky to have had, uh, you know, people like you come and support the show, come on the show, you know. It's it's just lovely. And that, that was really gorgeous to hear. Thank you yeah.
0: so much for organising that, Leah. It's really yeah. nice. And, yeah, just thank you again for being such a wonderful, you know, friend, confidant, member of Valiant Sanctum. Like... That title was made for you, so, yeah. <laughs> Damn straight. Why don't we talk about the future? Okay. The okay. future of Snackpod. Well, it's there's not much. There's, <laughs> there's a couple things. We sort of said last time, like, that this week's going to be our last weekly weekend show of roughly one hour long. Yep. Um, we have a couple of things still coming up. We owe all of our patrons a bonus episode, um, so we're going to be doing that. Uh, at some point in the next I don't know, week or two, Little I guess. On. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we might even put that on the main feed because why not? But um, that will be answering every single question that we've ever got um, in one bonus episode. <laughs> Everything must go clearance sale. Some of them have been too much research. We're going to answer them without that research. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It should be fun.
1: That will be fun. We've also got in the works Noon in the Dunce Series 2.
0: Yes, which we were originally like, oh, if we get more patrons or whatever, we're just going to do it at some point anyway. So, yeah, we'll we'll put that out. It's going to be about psychoanalysis, uh, my current um, hyperfixation. So, yeah, uh, that should be good.
1: Uh, We've also – we owe a bunch of shadowy financier special request episodes.
0: That's right. One of them – sent a couple of suggestions to me that I need to check in with you about. It gave us some options.
1: Nice. So, Uh, I reckon, I mean, we'll check in with the shadowy financiers, but I'm pretty sure that they will all be comfortable with those getting published on the main public feed. So, uh, yeah, over the next couple of months, we'll be drip feeding out bits and pieces of content. So the feed uh, lives, stays alive.
0: Don't unsubscribe straight away. There'll be more stuff. That's
1: right. You know, don't think you can... Ungive us that five stars. Keep, leave that five <laughs> keep stars that, up yeah.
0: there. Um, actually, that's a good point. Um, maybe we can talk about Patreon now as well, just because like, sure. it's not really relevant. Basically, we're going to leave it open uh, for one more month, and then we're going to unpublish our Patreon page so we don't keep charging you all each month. Mm-hmm. Um, we've actually had a couple of people increase their pledges <laughs> since we announced the show stopping last week, which
1: I can only assume is because they want the patreon tier rewards for increasing their pledge so i think and you probably know who you are yes um uh you will get your pin in the mail uh you can get
0: your bonus episode topic oh your 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 topic so So,
1: yeah if you don't receive your thing uh please get in touch with us the email remains open you can get us on we'll still get that yeah Yeah. um yeah i mean i was reflecting on those pins is when we set up the Patreon early on, I mean, I think it's been kind of a trend of this show of me putting in way more effort than was strictly uh, reasonable or Does it, advisable.
0: That reminds me, there's a little dynamic that's happened, not, every, you know, regularly, but not constantly, where Zach will be like, yeah, can we record a bit early? I've got something on this afternoon, so I need to be done by two o'clock. I'm like, yeah, sure. And then, you know, 10 minutes before we start, Zach will message me and be like, I accidentally wrote a 40-minute segment for what was meant to be five minutes. Uh, yeah, that
1: happened a lot. That happened That's a the lot. Thing about news. It just keeps on giving. There's more news
0: underneath it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but when we started our Patreon, I was like, we need to have rewards. And so I like designed the little Snap pod Toasty Guy pins and got them made and sent over. Anyway, we did a run of 50, and we have actually given almost all of them away yeah. to patrons. I think I've got maybe like two or three left. So if you've got a snack pod, Toasty Guy pin, that's an extremely limited, limited edition, run. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. You donate one to the uh, Australian Democracy Museum. It's a great idea. That's free advertising. You should send
1: one to our local library. Yeah. Yeah. In in the package with Gene Reinhardt's jokes and joys. Absolutely,
0: yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying you put in too much evidence stuff. Uh, oh, and yeah. the, the pins was just one like... One of those. I
1: can't start a Patreon unless I've like... <laughs>
0: Zach was also very insistent we were not going to do red bubble teas, um, which yeah. we didn't.
1: No, we never did. Yeah. But we had enough patron support that we didn't really need to no, sell we, merch, no, people merch to keep the show going. going. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um,
0: anyway, yeah. So we've got a couple of things that'll be coming out in the next little while. Plus, I don't know. Maybe we'll. We haven't specifically discussed this. But like, do a special for the Victorian election in November or whatever. I'm if open you to like it.
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely open to it.
0: But um, a couple of people have contacted me and been like, why not get a different co-host? And there's a few reasons for that. The first of which being I'm kind of quite enjoy not making the show for a while, so (laughs) that'll be great. As I mentioned before, really looking forward to reading the news and not it being a job. So I'm sort of, yeah, look, it's sad, but happy to wrap it up. So that's one reason. The other is we've been like best friends for, what year is it now? 22? Like... 14 Long ass time years, something yeah. like that. Um, and you just can't buy that
1: kind of report.
0: Uh, yeah. So you can't. And the show also him, like, say, wouldn't have
1: happened with either of us and, and and any other person.
0: I tried doing one before this, yeah. and it didn't. And actually, something that I've said to a few people who have contacted me, I'm not sure I've said to you, is that one of the great things about working with you in this show is that you're very like compassionate and considerate and understanding of my like. Lack of spoons and mental illness and intermittent capacity to do things, and you've just like never been a dick about that, even slightly. And just if I'm like, I'm feeling really shitty, you're like, No worries, man. Just like, if you want to take a week off or like, you want to drop a story or something, and yeah, I really appreciate that. And it's hard to find someone who's willing to put in all of that effort and who's so, yeah, understanding and generous about your, your time and effort. So thanks so much for. You bet. Being like
1: that. I'm, I'm really glad that you appreciated that, noon. Mm. And, yeah, no worries at all. I mm. mean, it really has been an unmitigated pleasure absolutely, working with you. And, you know, this has become really our main, like, form of social interaction. Because totally. we were already getting together and just talking shit about communism and the news and stuff. Yeah. And also rap music. Yeah. Uh, so You know, we just kind of slightly formalized the process. And uh,
0: um, I think the plan is to keep hanging out without mics on a regular, like, every weekend or something-ish. Uh, e- a, I think that's a nice plan for exactly. us to keep the friendship actively maintained.
1: Well, it's like, you know, it'll be nice to... Like, it, it was a long period of time where it was nice to have that added bit of, added bit of structure, and now I'm really looking forward to not having that yes. and just being able to hang <laughs> take out. Yeah. And again, it's like you were saying with reading the news becoming a bit of a chore, yeah. like, you know when something is a regular commitment and, you know, we do feel like an obligation to our audience. the stuff. Yeah. And to to do a good job at it, you know. Uh, And so, yeah, to have that, uh, there there will be a little bit of a burden lifted from our relationship by that. Um, And, yeah, I mean, we've already talked about ideas for other fun ways to collaborate on creative projects and that kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Speaking of which, uh, yeah, I mean, so, The other thing that people have said, is I'm going to make a different podcast, if not SnapPod with a new host. And again, the short answer is like not imminently, but that's a nice idea. Um, I've talked about doing philosophy pods at various times, either by myself or with other people. That's an option. I'm not feeling super excited about it right now, but listener, you're like, man, I really wish Noon would rant to me about old Greek guys. Uh, He will do it for 45 minutes a week. You know, applications are open for co-hosts um <laughs> yeah uh another thought that i had was like a vaguely themed D themed D podcast mm-hmm. um i wouldn't want to volunteer you to be a regular co-host for <laughs> that maybe you could drop in special guest every now sure. and again but you know gotta steal a plus one a coober of crocodile summoning from bob Catter. you know fight your way through the orcs in parliament house to, to steal it
1: I can't imagine anyone not wanting to listen to that.
0: Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, anyway, um, I'm also, yeah, trying to do, like, YouTube vids and stuff with the the games. Um, totally, yeah.
1: Check out Noon Plays Games on YouTube. Yeah, that's right. And on Twitch.tv. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, anyway, that's another bit of content that I'm hoping to, to make regularly at the moment.
1: Yeah, that's great. I think it's so good that you've already found something else to put your kind of creative energy into, and I know it's something you're really passionate about, and... I'm not a big spreadsheet games person, mm. but every time I've tuned into a stream or watched a bit of your know, YouTube videos, I'm always like, "Wow, this guy's really uh, entertaining and insightful, and seems like a nice guy. Really yeah. glad he's putting content out there." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, listener, if you're gonna if you're feeling a lack of noon already, there's it's available. Yeah, yeah, there's a there's something to fill the gap.
0: There. You can also just message me on Facebook and be like. Would you rant to me about blah? Ranting is one of my main forms of communicating. So,
1: Voice notes can go over a minute now as well. So yeah, this is so like, it's a whole it's new available. era for noon audio content. Yeah. Personalized <laughs> pods at no, no
0: cost other than to your time. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, well, we've got one more potluck here from a, sometime, uh, a long-time listener and sometime co-host, uh, fan-favorite Holly.
6: Hey, Zach and Noon, um, what a bittersweet day. Uh, Lord knows I'm happy for you both to be able to move on and do something else with your time, but it's also going to be such a heartbreaking loss for me, personally. Um, what will I miss the most? The stings, the pop dates, the interviews with absolute smart as hell cuties, analysis of climate policy that makes it so that even I can almost understand it uh who knows I think it will probably be that snack is always the thing that whenever I need to check out of the news because it's horrible for like a couple of weeks it's always the thing that would get me back into it and make it so that you know If I was crying, it was a semi happy cry, and that I did feel I was made to feel a bit less insane about how horrible everything is all the time. So, thank you so much for that and just all of the work you've done over the past year like three years. Um, I'm so proud of you and so thankful. Thanks, boys. Oh,
1: thanks, Holly. That's sweet. That's very sweet, Bob. And yeah, Holly has been such an important part of. Keeping the show going as well. It's true to have uh, such a supportive partner. Who, you know, like I've been basically cutting my weekend in half for the past three years, which is like a lot to ask yeah. of a partner. You Thanks know, when you both work full Holly, time, nice. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, both work full time. The weekend is the time when you hang out, and then you know, I spend twelve hours of it in my study sweating whilst reading 50 guardian articles screaming in rage yeah. about
0: the victorian greens yet again yeah i
1: just come out stinky and and sad Holly <laughs> being like oh hey uh should we have some dinner like again yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I could guess yes yeah. we yeah. like uh i definitely owe the longevity of the show in large part to holly as not well. to
0: mention coming on as a guest host and being so replacement good noon and yeah like definite fan favorite We've got a lot of positive feedback every time holly was on the show yeah um so and remember
1: of course that holly has her own podcast which i think is currently on an annual schedule that's right once Um, per year which is a little
0: more achievable than the once per week well yeah
1: well it was supposed to be as the title of the show is every second weekend right but if you want to listen to holly and uh her lovely dad john read some agatha christie and also talk shit about agatha christie that's a podcast for you to check out for sure and we didn't say earlier but like and i feel like people listening to the show probably take this as red but like Obviously, go and listen to Loud, Angry, and Not Sorry, and check out all the awesome Black Network podcasts, and watch Tom Tanneke's videos on YouTube, yeah. and read his articles as well. Yeah. So I agree yeah, there's you. lots of great stuff coming out of the community that the we you know, were part of. yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's all stuff to to get onto.
0: Just on the note of Agatha Christie murder, yeah. I'm not sure if I've told you this sec, but I'm scheming on a murder mystery novel. Fuck yeah. Um, now that I've announced it to several hundred people, <laughs> I'll almost immediately lose enthusiasm for it. But, uh, yeah, anyway, check that out in, like, 2027.
1: I mean, if you need someone to bounce ideas off...
0: I do, yeah. I'm just yeah. so stuck for the second I mean, Holly's a
1: walking yeah. Agatha Christie encyclopedia. Yeah, 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 yeah. She
0: lent me a couple books the other day because I nice. need some research yeah. material, yeah.
1: Well, you better give those back. She's only got, like, 75 Agatha Christie books. <laughs> Left to
0: get through in this cycle, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, on the note of, like other stuff to move on to uh you wanted to talk a little bit about advice <laughs> for well, people things for people to do i don't know if it's
0: it that i wanted to exactly i mean i did suggest felt it as a, a topic. an
1: obligation people often have
0: contacted us and be like what should i do about this garbage world of ours yeah um or like how do we fix colonialism or you know things like that that are like of course
1: we give them a snappy two sentence answer that solves the problem and um bada bing bada boom
0: yeah no normally we're like "Mm, talk (laughs) to people who know about that shit um but yeah i thought i don't know maybe we could spitball some of our like politics thoughts about like yeah what what do we think people should do
1: yeah well i mean i think it's such a such a broad complex question right it's gonna be radically different for every person, um, and the fact that I can't give a straight answer to that question, even for myself, has like you know been a major part of doing the show, yeah, and also yeah. part of the decision to wrap it up as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think during the pandemic, especially when you know in-person activism was basically shut down for eighteen months or whatever, doing the show really felt like kind of one you know, of the most... Opportunity to
0: keep in touch with... Yeah, exactly. The possibility of progressive change or something. Yeah. That's right.
1: And, like, it it felt quite active, you know, sure. comparatively. Uh, it feels less active now when, like, Blockade Australia activists are locking themselves to cars and getting arrested yeah. and refuse bail and that kind of thing. Um, uh, yeah, but, I mean, look, for, for my money, I think you have to follow your instincts to a certain extent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but also, at the same time, try to check where those instincts are coming from. Because I know for myself, for example, that I often feel like I'm not doing enough. And that's part of, you know, why I'm always overloaded with too much shit. Uh, and sometimes I think that that impulse is really unhelpful. Mm. You know, like I having an instinct to like want to help, want to make a positive impact, be part of like activist campaigns and progressive communities is obviously fantastic. But also... I feel like I need to check that in myself sometimes being like, oh, if I'm not getting arrested, I'm not doing enough. Mm-hmm. Is that a helpful thought? I don't know if it is mm-hmm. necessarily. Like, what are you basing that on? Some kind of weird idea of, oh, real activism means punching Nazis or something. Right, right. That's great. If you're punching Nazis, hey, fuck yeah. But just because somebody isn't uh, doing that and can't or you know, or can't do that doesn't mean that the, the work they're doing isn't vital and mm-hmm. important.
0: I also, one of the things that I've really enjoyed about doing Snackpot is that I got horribly burnt out by doing sort of grassroots activism Mm -hmm. um, and basically haven't been to a meeting since and like even find rallies like extremely disturbing or something. Um, Yeah, I remember the school strike for climate rallies that must be you know, before the early, pandemic it was early on in our. i
1: remember we discussed it on the show yeah.
0: yeah and i was up in sydney and i just went and i was like wow this isn't anything um and that, that made me really sad um and i guess like yeah from that quite cynical deactivated point of view as you say like doing a podcast felt like quite an active and engaged thing and it was actually it was really nice like yeah having a regular check-in being like oh, there are sick unionists going on strike. And, like, totally. there are people locking themselves to trains still, and not everyone's fucking burnt out as I am. But, yeah, I mean, I think what you said about listeners wanting to do something just need to, like, check for themselves about what they want to do. And I guess there's a few different levels on which people are asking those questions about mm. what can I do. And, like, part of it is people don't know what organizations there are near them that they can right. join up and take part in. I think another part is, like, what's the biggest issue or whatever. I also think a lot of people want to start something and that's really difficult. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I guess that would be my advice is like find some grassroots things near you, some organizations you can go to weekly or whatever meetings with um, and try and put your energy into a project that already exists sometimes there's just not something there or what is there sucks and you want to do a different thing and that's fine but like yeah if you're like looking for something to do i would, I would try and find someone to volunteer rather than start a new project or org
1: and
0: uh like feel free to get in touch with me on facebook or email contact at if you're like i'm in this small town i don't know anyone nearby oh, i can try and find someone nearby for you to work with or whatever. But yeah.
1: I think the Osborne ship hosting group is a great resource as well. Totally. If you're looking, yeah, you want to know what organizations exist that are doing work on a particular issue or in a particular area. Yeah. I think you're very likely to find some good, helpful, practical advice there. Yeah. um, Which is, yeah, part of the reason why that community is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I think I'd say something like, Identify what you're passionate about, identify if you have any skills which could include like driving, just for example, a skill yep. that I'm obviously professional level <laughs> driver. Driving this, driving that. Classic news. Always
1: behind a fucking wheel. Yeah.
0: Brum brum. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah. Um that's the crunch crunch of my gears <laughs> being mangled. Um whatever, like driving is really fucking useful. A lot of activists need someone to Like literally, I'm volunteering as a
1: driver tomorrow.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, It's like the only bit of actual (laughs) material (laughs) activism I'm doing at the moment. Yeah, and it's crucial.
0: Anyway, that's all. Yeah, I, I guess that's not like a very specific thing, but
1: no, I think it's a really good place to start. And you know, Noon and I, I think, have always been on the show pretty openly skeptical about. The effectiveness of electoral politics and you know like i did promote a degree of entryism in the greens the other day but it was for a very specific narrow purpose of ejecting one particular particular turf Um, (laughs) which like i still think it holds up as a tactic sure sure
0: yeah it was interesting discussion about it um but yeah Mm.
1: uh but in general you know i think that often you know, local, small, grassroots organizations are a much better first place to look than a political party if you want to feel like you're making a difference. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not, in no way putting down the good work done by many of our friends who work in political parties and, you know, and enjoy that and get something out of it. And so for some people, it works. Totally. But it's, you know, it's important to look far beyond that as well, I think. But I
0: think that's true of activism in general. Like, the only way to make any kind of activism sustainable is for it to be something that you are passionate about um. and so if you're passionate about climate don't join a urban planning activist org or whatever like just like the whole world's fucked your effort will be useful in literally any sector that you care about so don't totally. don't worry that it's not the number one problem in the world because they're all bad so
1: <laughs> yeah there's heaps and heaps of work to do and yeah there's also some like psychological and emotional gymnastics required to like get yourself involved in feeling like it's productive as well. 100 percent. Yeah, it's, and that's hard work. I think both of us have experienced struggles with that. Yeah. Even in, when we've been very involved in various things, um, but I think you know if you've got the energy to to try, even if it's something that you can do from home, like a fucking podcast. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, give it a fucking shot. Yeah, you know, it's the worst that could happen. You, know, you lose a couple weekends here or there. Yeah. You know, it Get all comes cancels, down to
0: life. Lose all of your friends. Yeah, we didn't we never got fully cancel.
1: No, we did But didn't. we worked pretty hard not to.
0: I think part of that is like accepting criticism and feedback, whereas like. Yeah, not doubling we, we, we've down.
1: We really tried hard
0: not to double down. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think also just like having the two of us work together. And it was like I was saying, you can't buy a decades long friendship. And part of that is like trust in each other to like
1: take not feedback be a and, shit kind, and exactly. also yeah tell yeah. the other person you're being kind of a shit kind. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah we can have disagreements and it's not a huge problem yeah and pull each other in and it feels safe and not threatening
1: totally mm. and i mean i think you know you are you are very responsible <laughs> it really sounds like i'm putting this on you but i you're you, like you've played a very uh, large role in the development of my political identity from a very young age, you know, you're always much more engaged with uh, politics from, you know, from a teenager, really, um, when I hadn't really been exposed to very much like conscious thinking or talking about that stuff. Uh, But it's the attitude that you approached it with that I really credit, like, you know, a lot of, uh, as I say, my development around that and really, I think, provided the direction of this podcast in terms of taking a, a, as compassionate and reasonable of you as possible whilst also being you know standing up firmly for the things that you believe in and it's you know it's a rare combination I think and I've always really appreciated that on a personal level you know I think that it's really rubbed off on me in a really positive way that I appreciate and and you know I often think you know give gratitude for uh, and I think that uh, a lot of what is positive about that show is an extrapolation of that. Mm, um, mm. You know, not just uh, uh, at a kind of like impulsive level from you, but at a, an active, conscious level as well. Um, Thanks. So That's very sweet. I'm sure a lot mm. of the listeners feel the same way. Mm. Thanks. Well,
0: shall we uh, wrap up the show? Yeah. One Let's, last
1: uh, one last time. Farewell, Affle Wrap it up uh
0: <laughs> see you later food
1: see you see your food buffet um
0: catch around like a russell a vegetarian rissole. yeah
1: yep yeah. uh do you nuts,
0: book, uh, a nuts. Uh, <laughs> a card. do you know when i'll see, see you, you again, again. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh yeah this is the point <laughs> at which we should stop recording um yeah, so look, Patreon's up for another month. Few extra bits of content coming out over the next little while. The Discord is going to stay up. Yep. Um, yeah, part of the, the uh, rationale for leaving the Patreon up for an extra month is just so that we can accrue a little pool of funds, which is going to help us keep the paying for the podcast fee, keep paying for the website hosting, keep paying to keep the Discord up, etc. cetera. Um, so hopefully we'll have enough money to keep that sustained for, you know, like a year or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so everything's staying up for, for the time being, keep an eye out for noon and I's next projects. And if you are in Nam, AKA Melbourne, we are having a farewell drinks thing. Uh, thank you very much, Michael, for the suggestion. Uh, That's going to be next weekend, Saturday, the 9th of July. That's at bar Josephine in Footscray. I think we're going to get there from like seven or something. Uh, that's noon drinking hours. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, but aside from that, um, I guess it's not that there's nothing more to say because we could keep talking for another hour, mm-hmm. um, but uh, probably well, we're not this isn't bad enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess we just need to finish up by saying, again, a huge thank you to everyone who has supported us over the years, the Shit posting community, all of the other amazing creators and activists who contributed to the show, uh, and everyone in our personal lives who's been super supportive the whole way through and of course our patrons who really you know again this would have stopped a long time ago yep, yep. without um the community that rallied around the show so we just we, we owe you uh, such a huge thank you and really hope that uh, you've gotten something out of the show
0: absolutely i agree yeah Couldn't have said it better you guys rock thank you all for putting up with us spending your weekends with us and um yeah you again in the not too distant future, I hope. You bet. Sh- should we do one last pup date for the people? Let's do it.
1: Now it's time for a pup date. Well, you're here in person. I am. Which means that you got to hang out with Dante I, yeah, face it was to really face. Nice. Yeah, the, yeah. And very literally, tongue face to, to face. tongue yeah, to exactly. cheek
0: Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> it's nice. He's, he's, a, he's a sweet little boy. Uh,
1: Look, he's such a. A fucking demon, and I just love him so goddamn much. He's just, you know, he really is the third housemate, and his presence, like, it's amazing. You you live with an animal, you realize that they are their own person, mm. and you know, it. I've learned I think, so much from Dante, um, but it's also a relationship that's a lot of hard work. And often, you know, those can be ones that you get the most out of mm, because, yeah. you know, that means that we really have to work to establish a connection. And uh, and I get a lot out of that, and I know that he does as well. And so it's still, it's all, pretty much always going to be tough to take him on a walk. And he's yeah. not ever going to be a dog that you can <clears throat> let off the leash in a public place. Mm-hmm. But he is also the guy that will come and climb literally on top of your body while you're watching tv give you a lick and hang out and make you feel like you have company and you are loved regardless of what else is going on in your life and so he's also that guy yeah um and he's just such a such a, a generously affectionate little guy as you witness today you know as soon as you came in the door just love and kisses oh my god yeah (laughs) Yeah. new friends let me lick your face let me sniff the back of your head yeah let me rub my butt all over your knee yeah yeah anyway Dante will keep doing his thing
0: yeah Uh, I wasn't gonna I was just gonna say Bagley being cute or something but that was a very heartfelt you know appropriately heartfelt for this final episode you gotta go we're pulling out the stops I will say this podcast would not have been made without bagel because he has been crucial for my like mental health and mm-hmm. well-being and like the amounts that he got me out of the hole i was in definitely like directly contributed to being able to like come here every week or you know yeah, do, work absolutely. with you every week and do the show and uh yeah i mean i live in a tiny shed uh and bagel also lives in that tiny shed where like not just housemates, but roommates. Roomies, yeah. Uh it's real like um, baby in the bassinet, kind of <laughs> um, attached at the hip sort of thing. Yeah, um, uh, he's a very sweet boy. I'm glad that you two get on because um, you know
1: it's a great feeling you're coming a person, in, and which like is
0: obviously a very alarming thing for him. I know
1: being in his space, but there's also that little bit of satisfaction when, like, you know, a dog is not so- someone who welcomes. Everyone. every person yeah and then when you get the like little sniff of approval it's like hell, hell yeah you I'm, know I'm cool yeah totally yeah <laughs> okay right. let's go to a fucking pub fuck yeah let's let's get a pint and a burger uh as for you listener thank you so much for tuning in we love you very much and keep on snacking in the free world fuck doing this show every week <laughs> crunch crunch <laughs>